and welcome back to another episode of Always Be Thinking, a podcast designed to make you think. In this episode, we're going to be looking at arguments, internet memes, and elephants. Have I got your interest? Stay tuned. I suppose the topic for this particular episode of the podcast came about as a result of a conversation I was having uh, with a close friend of mine in the Modic community. Uh, he and I frequently debate back and forth, and I quite honestly love talking with him because we have differing opinions on things. Um, I've often heard the expression that if two people are too like-minded, one of them is not needed. And so I enjoy the conversations that I get to have with those individuals who have opposing or differing views from my own. Um, it also forces me to um, contemplate that quote that I think uh, I've shared a couple of times on my blog in the past, uh, the concept of the ability to hold opposing views in one's mind uh, is the true sign of, of wisdom. Um, I, don't, I don't think I'm there yet, but I certainly strive to be. Uh, this particular conversation was no different. As the friendly banter of our conversation continued, uh, the feelings were of course flowing and we were um, expounding upon our ideas with uh, much emphasis. Um, what I was struck with halfway through this uh, verbal repartee was that I was simply trying to get to the core facts that he was basing his opinions on. And it was the one thing that I kept going back to. It was my deepest problem in the conversation. Not how we felt about it, not the conclusions he was drawing, but the fact that I truthfully couldn't find the facts. It was almost a lack of facts. And what I realized I needed was logic, the reasoning for the opinion that he was expressing. Now, as a, as a quick aside, just to be super clear, I didn't necessarily want to know those facts so that I could judge whether or not he was correct, but I didn't know how to base my opinions and carry the discussion forward without understanding how he had come to his viewpoint, which would return to the facts upon which he was basing his feelings. And so I know it sounds a bit odd at first to suggest that uh, our feelings should be based on facts and the meaning might be slightly um, not super clear at first, um, but here's the thought. Without a valid foundation of factual information, it becomes very difficult for those feelings to be appropriately co conveyed. Um, if I return to that conversation that I was, that I was in the midst of, um, I was struggling with uh, understanding and extracting the facts that were causing the feelings. And I really truthfully believe that this actually occurs in many interactions, in many discussions and debates as well. I believe there becomes an increasing importance to have some level of factual basis for what you believe. I think because in my history working in community um, and seeing so many different debates and discussions and, and even heated arguments take place, um, 
as a community manager originally uh, in a large open source CMS community and then now in the Modic community. Um, I've had opportunity to, to be witness to many of these types of discussions and it does seem to be the case that when there is purely a feeling-based discussion or debate, uh, the facts are what lend credibility to the argument and the opinion. And without those facts, uh, you can't make your point as substantially as you would like to. Um, th without those uh, facts as a basis, you can't adequately support or defend your viewpoint. And so you tend to get more and more passionate <laughs> and exhibit more feelings, but they're not, they're, they're unfounded. I think to give an example of this, we can simply turn to the internet, the home of all examples, uh, both good and bad. And something that has come up recently in popular culture um, was the post on Twitter um, that Chloe Feldman made um, asking what you heard when you listened to this particular clip. And I'll play it for you now. Laurel. Laurel. Now, I'm not going to get into the actual debate of what did you hear? What was your feeling and how how were you defending that? And and I'm not getting into any of that right here. That's that's for Twitter. That's for your conversations elsewhere. And honestly, quite frankly, it's probably run its course by this point already. Um, but what you're hearing in this sample is something that's actually known as a bistable audio. And bistable audio uh, is, is audio that's really an illusion. It can be perceived in two separate ways. Um, let me give you another example. So as you listen to that audio file, did you experience a switch in the tune, um, a, a difference in the pattern? That's because this is considered bistable stimuli. Uh, it, it means that you can hear the sound in two ways. It's either a triplet of an ABA pattern, um, or you can hear two different streams occurring at the same time of AAAA and a BBBB pattern. That's pretty cool, right? It's an auditory illusion. So if we return to the previous example, the Yanni versus Laurel auditory anomaly, um, there's actually a factual explanation for the phenomena. And based on your age and your hearing acuity, uh, you'll hear the sounds differently. And this is kind of as a result of the difference in, in the distortions, of the frequencies of the audio file that's been recorded and re-recorded and the resulting outcome 
um, lends itself to a split or multiple frequency distribution of the audio. And so based on your age and your sense of hearing, uh, you'll hear a different word. But it's both based on fact. So in this kind of lighthearted example, uh, you see that both sides in this um, raging Twitter war are actually based their feelings on fact. And just in case you're still not convinced entirely, uh, I'll, I'll leave you with one different anecdotal example. Uh, you're probably far more familiar with this one, although I'll admit that it's not so much a common internet meme as the previous one. Um, but it's the story of the group of blind men and the elephant. And the blind men are approaching the elephant in the center of town, and as each one approaches the elephant, they touch a different part of it. And so I'm, I'm sure you've heard the story, I won't bore you with it, but the, the gist of it is that each one touches a different part of the elephant and they feel something different, whether that be a solid wall or a thin tail or a trunk or a spear from the tusk. They, they all feel something different. They've perceived the truth of the, ele of the elephant differently. And, and as a result of that, they've based their feelings and their subsequent arguments on their version of the truth. And the interesting thing here is they're all right and they're all wrong at the same time. But the basis of fact allowed them to argue passionately each from their own point of view. Now, it, the, the moral of the story as it continues on, it has different outcomes that it can come to. Someone that, that has sight comes and explains it to them and tells them what they're feeling and how they're all right. And then uh, another, another outcome is that they get into heated debate, even to the point of um, throwing fists and, and, and fighting over this, this feeling of strong uh, belief in, in what they know this animal to be. And the feelings that they have are based on fact. The fact doesn't necessarily have to be interpreted the same, but the facts are there because they're important to the end. They're important to conveying your point. So I think what I am left to at the end of all of this is the, the common idea that conflict is inevitable. We're all humans and we have that essential innate ability to reason and to draw conclusions based on our personal worldview and life experiences and based on all of the things that, have, that make us up as people, uh, we draw conclusions, we postulate and we theorize about our world and we draw out opinions and then because we're passionate people, we we get our feelings into the middle of it all. And we engage others in debate and we attempt to persuade and to coax and to entice others that have a different view to believe that our view is right. Um, and in all of this, the basal element is fact. And so the conclusion that I come to is that we understand that the debates are going to continue, 
that there's going to be different views, but without the fundamental foundation, uh, the arguments will be meaningless and nothing more than a benign, insignificant waste of time and emotion. So if you're going to engage in debate, if you're going to try to persuade or win someone over to your point of view, come armed with facts. Recognize they may have a different interpretation of those facts than you, but that shouldn't stop you from bringing facts as the basis for your feelings. As always, I appreciate you tuning in to this episode of Always Be Thinking, a podcast designed to make you think. Tune in next time as we talk more about communities, open source, and conflict resolution.